Okay, good morning traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's uh, pre-market trade plan, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can uh, for today's trading opportunities. So uh, I suppose a couple of sort of important facets to this market. Today's the last day of the trading month. Um, we know that we've had a, a pretty broadly quite a positive trading month uh, in terms of uh, the US indices are concerned. Um, a little bit of that seems to be retracing from yesterday's trading, which we were talking about in detail. Um, and the problem with um, today is that we do question whether there is a genuine appetite for risk, and it really doesn't look like there is. <clears throat> so we'll go in and explain kind of some of the opportunities that we're looking to take advantage of uh, as we approach tomorrow's FOMC which for us is is a is a pretty significant news event. Um, and we'll explain why in just a second. So good morning to you guys. Hope you're all keeping well. If we could start as always with our risk warning, take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. And then as a quick introduction, um, all profitable traders, they need to consider which markets to trade. Where do we enter these markets? Where do we exit these markets? How do we manage risk, hopefully prior to entry? Trade management, an important facet of trading markets and trend psychology, all, all really important considerations. And uh, just to let you know, we do address these considerations uh, every day in our live trade rooms. So um, they're important facets. And uh, and as you can see, they're, they're kind of more, more generic elements to trading financial markets. Um, some traders, especially if you're relatively new and inexperienced, you might have a methodology for for trade selection and trade entry. And perhaps risk management is something that is um, not as important, or perhaps you don't pay due due attention to the psychology of either the markets or, or the self yourself in terms of um, what decisions you make on a consistent basis. So there's always elements of, of these six considerations that traders perhaps forego or perhaps ignore a little bit. Um, so just laying them out there, these are the areas in which you need to pay attention to and make sure that your trading strategy, whatever it may be, and we all trade markets slightly differently, um, they do include these very important elements. And we, as you know, we are strong advocates of being consistent in our trading approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, and of course, be patient as well. Right. So let's get into it. Then we'll start with a review of potential market moving news. So we mentioned already that this is the last trading day of the month, and that can be a little bit of a difficult trading time just purely because of um, uh, reconciliation over the course of the month. So. Yesterday, nothing of any major concern. I suppose some interesting uh, Spanish inflation numbers coming in way above expectation. Uh, today now, the 31st of January, um, we've got a lot of sort of minor news events 
we will have a French prelim um, CPI, which are kind of monthly. Some of these numbers switch to, you know, yearly and, and monthly and quarterly and stuff. So you've just got to put it into context, really. We'll have some Italian uh, and Euro GDP numbers coming in. Uh, looks like we're, we're heading into um, negative territory, which where we've been before, but we're sort of flatlining really. Um, GDP, anyone trading the Canadian dollar at lunchtime, there's a GDP number out there. Um, and what will be quite interesting is the, the consumer's confidence number out of the US. So 70% of the US economy is consumer driven. So the fact that they are potentially um, quite confident. Last last time was the number of one, uh, 108. Now we're looking at 109. You know, it means there's um, increased in confidence uh, on behalf of consumers in the US. So it's not all doom and gloom for them. There's high unemployment. Uh, sorry, there's, yeah, there's, uh, there's really high employment and very, very low unemployment. Um, so, so I guess the fact that people have jobs and, and are finding it relatively easy to find jobs as well is, uh, is a net gain. It is a problem for the Fed. They're wanting to see the job numbers uh, raise slightly or significantly, really. Um, and they're very, very, uh, we've got a very, very strong jobs market in the US. It is causing a bit of a problem. Okay, so really all eyes are now switching to tomorrow evening's FOMC. And we do have an, an important day tomorrow. It's not only the first day of the month. Um, we'll have the ADP numbers coming out of the US. So that's an important jobs number. Again, it's looking like we want to see how this market comes in line with expectations. So we're expecting 176,000 jobs to be added. And um, the last number of weeks, we've been exceeding um, the expected numbers. So that jobs number has been continuing to surprise to the upside. We'll also have the jolts job openings number. So tomorrow, really, it's a lot about jobs initially. And that's, um, that's an important feature for the Fed, which are likely to increase rates by only 25 basis points going from 75 to 50 to 25. So you're seeing that little slowdown as far as the rate hikes are concerned. With every potential for the Fed to actually get uh, above um, 5% mark uh, in the not too distant future over the next sort of couple of meetings. So today's going to be sorry, tomorrow's uh, conference is going to be really important and the statement as well, um, in terms of what the Fed are likely to do. There is the potential of a um, I don't think there's much potential of no rate hike. I think there is a potential that we get a 50 basis point rate hike. But I think it's, uh, it's looking uh, slimmer by the day, so to speak. Um, yeah, and, and just to just to touch upon Thursday, we've got we'll be hearing from the BOE, we'll be hearing from the ECB. And uh, also, um, on Friday, we're going to finish with non farm payroll numbers. So really, a very, very quiet first half of the week as we close out the month. And then from tomorrow onwards, um, very likely to get quite an explosive uh, trading week.
So the question is, when we look at these charts, you know, do we have good quality setups? That's been our biggest problem. Um, we, we did like selling these markets from these highs yesterday. Uh, the problem was, this is the S&P. We were experiencing quite a strong little pullback. Um, and it was just a pullback off the highs. I think it was Friday's highs. So the problem with that is, let me bring up our pen. Oops. So we had we had this sort of Fed defying positivity. This is going against the Fed, and then we top we hit hit a high up at these levels. And this is in the latter part of Friday evening. Yet again, we keep seeing these little late day moves. And then we saw this and yesterday we were sort of looking at this market around this sort of price, the uh, 40, 40 somewhere, but it kept continuing piling lower. And we said, when this market makes a low, we want it to fail to make a new high. So we wanted to see that structural failure trade begin to kick in. And it kicked in last night, to be fair. So then we had a decision to make and it was like, will we get, um, you know, a sizable move as we close out the month, because it can be quite a, a difficult from a reconciliation perspective that the last day of the trading month um, can often be a little bit of a nothing type of day. Um, if you think about it, if you want to balance your P&L and, and balance the books, you might make some decisions uh, to do that that are not necessarily uh, in the best interests of perhaps your portfolio. So you'll settle some positions and um, and uh you know you might sit tight for the remainder of the day with 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 everything else and that's often i suppose the psychology of of days like today so this is our sell trade last night um we we decided to sort of back off it just purely because we're, we're very unlikely to see any sort of major volatility um and we've only sort of drifted sideways since we've really broke below that level so below the 40 30 we're now basically at the 40-20, so we've only moved kind of 10, 10, 11 points to the downside. So really, we've got a, a bit of a bit of a question mark over over a trade. Our bias is to the downside. Um, we might get a little further move, and it looks a bit easier on the daily time frame. So we've got a risk-off market condition. Uh, I suppose another bit of analysis would include. So there's a little bit more for this market to move down. We've also got a an upper trend line running through this this little level here. So we probably have a little bit of further downside uh, to, to to basically move into. It just depends whether the opportunity is there. So we can continue yesterday's um, sort of analysis, looking for some further bearish moves except we're really not going to hold our breath today in terms of uh, opportunity. A trade might exist. Um, like yesterday, for example, we had to, uh, we wanted to get into the trade, but the price action wasn't conducive for the trade. So it's not always about getting in blindly and, and uh, you know, putting your money in there. We, we extended the lows yesterday morning and then we spent the day pulling back 
and uh, struggling to make a, a new low. I think we just about did it in the end, but when it when that happens over the course of the trading day, it's um, you'd want to see much cleaner price action than that. And we know it's the last day of the trading month, so it's always it, it can always prove, you know, quite quite tough. So on the daily time frame, we can look for some further downside across these markets um, elsewhere. Uh, kind of up and down, really, without any major clarity, and that's unfortunately been been the theme for some of these markets over the last week or two. And um, we're still up at these highs here for um, the Nikkei and Bitcoin. Um, I suppose the only thing we can say about Bitcoin is we've been we've been moving sideways pretty much since uh, June June love last year, and we're trading between fifteen thousand and twenty five thousand basically. So the interesting move comes if we break above twenty five thousand or below that fifteen thousand level. Um, meanwhile, we're kind of in this little little range in here. And we're trading above and below, you know, the $21,000 level, basically. So will it roll back over to the downside? That's a, that's an important question to ask. So just be careful still with Bitcoin. All the videos are coming out again, uh, you know, saying get into Bitcoin. This is the time. I'd be very, very careful of that. Um, if the Fed come out tomorrow and... Uh, and raise rates and become really quite hawkish. You'll see these equities sell off and you'll also see uh, Bitcoin sell off. So just be careful of that sort of no-brainer buy trade that seems to be circulating out there. Um, because as we know, those retail traders have been smashed many, many times over the last 12, 12 months. And they're looking at this as an opportunity to get back in, but it comes with its risk warnings in our opinion. Okay, so the S&P 500, um, you see we're running into all these highs as well. So there's, there's, there's technical issues and concerns um, around these sorts of prices. And we've got this ascending level through here. So a lot of support uh, just below these prices, which doesn't make it easier. And we don't really have too much clarity across the dollar side either. Um, We've got a lot of tech earnings this week, so uh, it looks from the surface as if there's you know a little bit of negativity around this uh, this market again. We had the the really long protracted pullback. We wanted to get an attempt to the upside, and then we saw a really strong flush trade to the downside. So we need to get in on this little small grinding price action. Um, and going into the FOMC tomorrow, it might not provide decent quality opportunity for us. Um, let's take it and we, we'll have a look at it on the um, uh, in our live trade room now in just a second. Let's, uh, yeah, a bit of, bit of work to do here. Unfortunately, we'll take the the Dow, we can certainly look below the 33.705. Let's take that down. And the Dow, 33.705. So not much progress made from yesterday's 
uh, potential selling. Uh, and let's go with the NASDAQ as well. The 11,908, 11,908 for the NASDAQ. So a little bit lower than yesterday, but nothing, nothing too, too significant. Right, let's look across the, um, the, um, the commodities first. So we did get that, that strong move, uh, in, in oil, uh, yesterday in the end. And, um, you can see this descending level and what we've done is we've broken out of that level to the upside spent a long time drifting sideways for two weeks and now we've come back into the support level so the 77 dollar 78 dollar level is a potential strong level of support so we'd be looking to um to see what happens around this area really um you want to avoid selling above support um and that's what this this trade will be doing now at this point so getting in at sort of 79 dollars um and this was the problem with the trade is that we had a one for one risk we didn't have a two for one risk which is something that we would have liked to have been able to do so yes a sell trade yesterday uh not a great quality one certainly one that wasn't going to reward us uh, for that trade so this is an interesting trade now. Um, gold to the downside below the 1911. There's a there's there's a decent move down here to potentially 1880. Um, so we can it, it's poor quality. We're breaking out of this little little sideways range there, um, and we're rolling below the 1911. So we'll have a look at gold. Yesterday we were looking at it below the 1916. Now we're a little bit lower, so we'll see if we break out of this little, this strong range there now for two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven. You could even go back sort of 12, 13 days. Um, it's pretty grinding, but certainly below the 1911 might give us a decent <clears throat> opportunity to the downside. Right, so we'll finish off with the dollar then, and let's show you where we're at with the dollar. You know, the dollar's threatening to strengthen. We've had the dollar weaken considerably over the course of the month, although there's, there's a lot of sort of choppy price action in there. Um, but really, we've um, we've got the monthly lows back down here. We've kind of broken above the highs, the 07.34. Um, and um, we're, we're grinding above the highs. We're, we're not making huge progress, but um, nonetheless, it's still... Uh, so you can see that the pound dollar is kind of in a in a different situation. We heard this morning that Brexit is actually costing the UK economy a hundred billion a year. That's the kind of the number that they've put on it. And you know, if you remember, if you cast your mind back, those of you in the UK who want to breakfast Brexit to go through because of um, they'd be saving uh, three hundred million a week. Just puts that into pale. Um, it's uh, it just exploits the uh, a lot of the rhetoric at the time in terms of how better off the UK economy would be. Now this is a well. When I say it's a short term after Brexit, I mean we're actually going into seven years now. So um, I think everyone would have anticipated kind of a short term, you know, difficulties, and then Brexit. Uh, sorry, and then COVID came along, which as well, which made things even worse um 
but uh, we're hitting seven years now, which is which is a fairly decent length of time. There is the potential, of course, that the UK economy will sort of find its feet and, and will start to kick on, but um, that's probably still a little bit away. So no real clarity just yet in, in the British pound. Again, we had a bit of a, a nice move to the upside in the earlier part of the month and the last two weeks have just pretty much drifted sideways. Dollar yen, same situation, uh, a bit of dollar weakness for a period. Most of the time it's it's quite choppy and it's quite sideways moving. Um, we just wanna see if we can pick the better quality opportunities. So slowly grinding lower every time uh, the dollar Swiss And the problem with these these potential dollar strength trades is we're running into an awful lot of resistance and uh, we kind of need to get some sort of clarity either way in these markets um the dollar cad is is weakening let's see oil yeah oil is weakening as well so the dollar cad's pushing higher so the canadian dollar is um is softer the aussie so the aussie is an interesting one We've got that dollar strength there to be seen and, and again with the so we're seeing this little rollover to the downside so there's a bit of a, a corrective move there today for the dollar more so in the new zealand than the aussie yesterday we were looking at the the, the euro and the pound <coughs> which didn't really do much The yen pairs are still consolidating. So most of these markets are, are not, they're not in, they're not in good shape. Let's have a look at the Aussie below the uh, 7050. And we'll have a look at New Zealand dollar down to the downside. So the commodity currencies, we'll, we'll see if there's a bit of, bit of movement in favor of the dollar. Okay, the 6458, 6458, 6458 uh, and gold. So the dollar strength would kind of feed into gold as well. So we'll have a look at that gold below the 1911. So we've got a few things to have a look at. Um, unfortunately, yesterday for us, when we got into well, we wanted to sell the Dow and the Nasdaq. We, we'd we'd already we'd already kind of seen a bit, a pretty strong pullback off the highs um, as we as we were looking for opportunity to get in. And we said if the if the market can pull back for us, and if we see a structural failure trade to get into the downside, we look to take it. Um, that was very slow in 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 occurring. No major surprises. We close out the the month and. All eyes are really on tomorrow's FOMC. That's an important feature for these markets. And uh, and if you know there's a major market moving news event uh, about to drop, you know how aggressive would you be if you were managing a big fund? You know you probably wouldn't wouldn't be too too aggressive with that. And that's exactly the the kind of the mindset really of these markets at the minute. So again, it's kind of mild risk off market conditions as we. Uh, as we approach US Fed rate decision 
Uh, we can put tomorrow in there, can't we? To clarify. So we've got a few of these still that we can continue to look at. So we've made marginal progress to the downside. So we can look for the Dow. We can look for the, so these are identifying the markets we're looking to trade, the direction which we're looking to trade them and the price at which we're looking to get into those trades. So the NASDAQ we're looking to sell this time below the 11,908. Um, we're going to swap out uh, the euro dollar and the pound dollar with the Aussie dollar looking to sell below the 70 70.50 level we'll look to do that the New Zealand dollar New Zealand dollar now we're looking to sell below so I'll just recap this now in just a second uh, the 64 and gold looking to sell below 1911 so a little bit lower for each of these so the markets have moved in line with our expectations um, but I think the, the, the volume and the volatility are pretty pretty poor pretty low giving us pretty weak um trading opportunities uh for us to try and capitalize on and the thing is with us um that's that's okay if we can we'd much prefer to be in sync with the markets rather than to be um you know not really knowing and understanding kind of what's happening and then making decisions just randomly we want to make considered trading decisions so today's trade plan um the the market summary is again quite mild risk off market conditions again as we approach US Fed rate decision tomorrow and the fact that it's the last trading day of the month as well. So expect some reconciliation in these markets. So we're looking to sell the Dow, Dow Jones Industrial Average at 33.705, that's yesterday's daily low. The NASDAQ we're looking to sell below the 11,908, again yesterday's daily low. The Aussie dollar looking to sell below the 70.50. We're currently below that, so we'd be looking for a pullback in the Aussie dollar. New Zealand dollar looking to sell below yesterday's daily low, 64.58. And gold, if we do break out of this kind of two-week little sideways moving range pattern, then we'd be looking to sell this market below the 19.11. So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm just posting this into the chat box now, guys, so you can, you can take that away with you. Um, that's our trade plan. That's our trade selection so this is the markets we're going to be focusing our attentions on uh excluding many other opportunities in other markets because uh, this is um really what our analysis has uh, has delivered we've got the direction which we're looking to trade these markets and you can see it's very much like a risk off market condition really that we're looking to try and exploit which is selling across us indices and strengthen strengthen the dollar and these are the prices at which we're looking to engage. So we've got a, a coherent trade plan that we're quite comfortable uh, trading if the opportunities present themselves. And that's the big question that we're going to find out now when we switch rooms. So we're going to switch across to our live trade room now, guys. If you want to join us for that, you can access it via your members area. 
Um, any questions, feel free to post them into the chat box and we'll answer them before we close off. So look, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, we do Traders Markets fully live and interactive at 8 a.m. for the European trading session uh, and 12.45 for the US trading session uh, every day, Monday to Friday. And these are all UK times as well, by the way. For more information, just go to the live traderoom.com and uh, feel free to, um, if you if you have any questions about trading markets, there's a chat function there and you can use that if you have if you need some help. Great stuff. All right, on that note, guys, absolutely my pleasure. Uh, we'll switch rooms now, guys, so we'll see many of you, I'm sure, in our um, in our trading room in just a minute's time. Great stuff. My pleasure, guys. On that note, take care, and we look forward to uh, seeing you again next time. Bye for now.